You are listening to Unfiltered with D and G. Like there are things that happen in our world that just doesn't even make sense. If you're a certain weight, you shouldn't be allowed to be begging. I Googled it. Nothing bad has really happened to you. You're still alive. I don't think that's considered derogatory with the woke people. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm being honest. Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back. You are listening to Unfiltered with DNG. As in Dan and George, I am George. This is my co-host, Dan. And welcome to today's episode. Cheers, buddy. We're, we're having some coffee, oh, again, coffee again because Dan's it, on his. Uh, that's right. <laughs> his uh, cleanse. Is it a, what is it? A cleanse or I'm doing a thirty-day detox? No alcohol for thirty days. Because I'm trying to eat a little healthier. Yeah, I was, so getting far. Worried. I was getting worried about you. But I'm fifteen days in, and I've lost uh, two weeks of happiness. That's about it. <laughs> well, I mean, life you, is the, boring. The, well, the amount of alcohol you were drinking and and how how well you were functioning was kind of boggling me. Like, how can you drink this much and still like just look normal? It's amazing. And uh, I think that's that's basically why I think I just had to cut back because I, I wasn't even getting the effects. You know, you get a little silly. Yeah. But I'm still fine. I'm like, yeah. But it's like not hung uh, over, not yeah. drunk, not not throwing up. Yeah. I, I never I, like actually witnessed a like a functioning alcoholic. Until now. <laughs> well, until then. <laughs> but but I, uh, I don't even know if it was that bad. But I mean, j- that sounds bad. I, I don't think you were you were at the, you know, you were at the so. crest. You, I don't think you, you were almost there, but, but to me, a functioning alcoholic, that seemed like, cause the amount you were drinking, like when did you start drinking during the day? Well, and with the COVID, because rarely going and having to go into work or anything, uh, I felt like the second I got up, uh, I would, I would try to wait until 12 PM <laughs> because I felt like you shouldn't be drinking for breakfast <laughs> and I would get up early and you know, I'm, I'm up by 8 AM every day anyway. And I'm like looking at the clock going, Oh my God, you know, and suddenly I was having lunch at 11 AM, you know, right. so you start having a cocktail and then, you know, you go to bed at midnight and it's, you know, and I I wasn't ever drunk, but I, yeah, I mean, enjoyed the day. The you, days were fun. Yeah, you weren't stumbling. No, nothing. You weren't slurring. Never like that. But that's, I, I slur while I, when I'm just normal. You know, I kind of like, <laughs> you know. But I, I think I wanted to just, uh, you know, give my body a break. Your liver. In a sense, yeah. I was getting a little worried. You know, you get older, you start feeling these pains. But in all honesty, it's just I don't. I don't think detoxing does really anything. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't feel like it. Like, don't I don't feel, feel any different. You don't feel any better. No, I still wake up and I, I feel almost worse when I wake up these days. Well, maybe because you were so used to the, the numbness. Well, like, I wasn't ever maybe, really numb. I, I would sleep better with some cocktails. I mean, for sure. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it's more enjoyable to go out to a restaurant, have a drink. Uh, but one leads to 15. <laughs> yeah, am I right? Well, I don't know about 15. Like I was thinking five. But oh, no, I was doing the math yeah. and, uh, you know, there's no way I was doing at least 15 a day. By the way, that's Dan's air conditioner. I, oh, I know that it's just weird that we don't notice it, but when, when, when I have to listen to, to make sure everything's okay on the audio at, at post-production, I could hear, hear the, the air kick on and I'm like, what is that? And so that yeah, should go off in a few minutes. Anyway, hopefully that, that doesn't yeah. distract you too much. But anyway, but, so when we're out, let's say a fight night, I mean, I'm not drinking one drink an hour, but and then, but you're drinking beer. See, I can't, yeah. I can't drink beer. And by the way, everyone, I can't drink beer because then I'll, I'll get gout. So I don't know if anyone knows what gout is, but it's my body's process of not getting rid of enough uric acid into my, from my blood. Like everyone has a certain amount of uric acid in their blood and their liver just naturally uh, filters it out. And, makes it normal throughout your body. Like I think everyone's at a six, like a five or a six. What's okay. yours at with beer? Well, mine's like, mine's already like at a seven, I think normally. Yeah. Like seven and a half, almost eight. When I start drinking beer, it'll go to like nine, 10. 
Yeah. And that's, and I'll get like gout, I'll get gout instantly once it goes to 10 or 11. It's crazy. So I can't drink beer and I wish I could. But it affects your, it affects your big toe. Well, is that common? Well, I I think because it it affects several joints, the big toe, the knees, elbows. Mm. Um, It's basically an extreme form of arthritis, but um, I I experienced my, the first one when I was like 25. So the doctor said, yeah, the doctor said this is usually a, a disease that's caused by over, you know, overeating, overweight, or, mm-hmm. or drinking a lot of beer, or just unhealthy eating habits. And and I wasn't, I was fit at the time. And and he looked at me, and I was like, and you're not in that category. So the um, the the only other reason would be that it's hereditary. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but anyway, like I can't drink beer. Like you, you'll drink beer like four five or four beers in an hour in an hour, and and I can and I can drink uh, hard liquor. So I can't drink like four or five you know, drinks of hard liquor and be at the same level as you. But even when I'm drinking Jack and, and Cokes and stuff, I, I, I just drink fast. I mean, right. I'm already on my second coffee. I mean, I just, I'm always thirsty and I enjoy having liquids, any liquids with my food, except water. I find water to be so boring. Anybody that lives on water, I mean, what a boring fucking lifestyle. I mean, they'll live to, you know, what, I don't know, 80? Who knows? You just I mean, have to live in Africa or Ethiopia or something. And where, to appreciate it. Right. Because yeah, Flick out the bugs and the mud. Oh, yeah. You got to filter it. You got to get it from uh, upstream. But, but until that time comes. You got to walk I like mean, 20 miles yeah. to get to the stream first, collect your water, yeah, then I, boil it. Yeah, that's never going to happen. No, but you know what I mean? It's uh, this month. It's kind of like that. uh, Everyone chooses a month out of the year almost to do something. And uh, so August was basically my month. It was right after my birthday that day. And Mm -hmm. I didn't have a drink since. But I have to admit going out, having water or a Coke or, you know, Diet Coke, it's just not the same. But, you know, the tabs are much lower. And, uh, you know, I'm not drinking and driving kind of attitude, you know. I mean, I guess there's some benefits. I mean, uh, seriously, the receipts are low. It's like, really, you know, but it's boring. Right. right, It's like, oh, let's go out for a diet soda. I mean, who does that? (laughs) Come meet me for a, for a Coke. I mean, come on. It's, it's like, that's true. That's true. uh, When I, when I, after this month, the 30 days that I'm doing, uh, then I I hope my tolerance is a lot lower so So I can enjoy one or two drinks drinks and you get to the level where you need to be. I'm hoping, you know, two beers and a shot and then just kind of pace myself. And then what I'm going to do, and I've I've heard this is very effective, you know, between each drink you have a you know you chug a water you know fills mm-hmm. you up it's it's it well, hydrates you right. so you don't get hung over but right. I don't get hung over anyway I mean I'm never really hung over unless I drink wine with a whiskey and some beers and then suddenly <laughs> and then suddenly, yeah when you mix a little bit or cheap wine well, by now itself. you're mixing wine and beer I don't think that's good. no it's never good but depending on my meal you know for lunch or some nachos you got to have a beer and then if you have a nice steak you got a whiskey and late at night just calm down you have to have some wine and so and then a little baileys in the coffee and suddenly you had 15 drinks yeah. that day and yeah. like, yeah, but when you space it out but you know i'm getting ready to go back to work uh you know less drinking and and uh, i'm hoping you know two to three drinks a, a day is, is i think uh, acceptable by mm-hmm. any standard right and and you know but when you compile even one night of drinking you know you're not going to drink 30 drinks in one night you just don't have yeah. the time and so, you know, well, I'd like to limit my drinking you know, one or two days a week instead of, you know, 15 a day. Yeah. That's I remember crazy. my friend or our, our friend, yeah. Adam, what do you do? He, uh, what he does is, you know, how frugal he is, right? Yeah. So instead of drinking like a bunch of beers, he'll, he'll take like two or three shots of vodka. Yeah. And then that gets him he'll to where slam. he needs to be. But I, I also, but he does it's it just to, weird, to like feel the effects of it. Yeah, he, he that's that's his goal is to feel the effects. Yeah, I just and, enjoy it. Right, I enjoy drinking because right. I like the taste of it. Right. So, but I drink too fast. Or just the social aspect. The of social it. aspect, right. absolutely. And I found myself drinking more at home the last year than ever before. I mean, I grew up kind of like I always had liquor in the house, but I didn't drink at home because I wanted it, unless there were visitors or guests. Right. But I didn't drink at home. And, and as you get older, you go out less apparently. 
and, and you just start drinking more at home and this COVID bullshit, you know, it just, it seems like I was having cocktails every day, starting earlier and earlier and going to bed later and later. And then suddenly it's like 15 a day. And uh, so, you know, well, I think it was my time to, to cleanse the body. I think it's like dieting. Like when you're bored, you just think of, you, you don't have anything to do. So you start to like think of food. Sure. And so you start like Eat eating. More. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think. I think if you had like a something that t- takes up your time, absolutely, I don't think you would have uh, had to think about. Eh, I'm bored. Uh, what's there to do? Well, let's drink. You know? Well, I, I I still was uh, productive. It's just even when I go for a walk, I'm taking you know a drink with me. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. That's I mean, a healthy if I'm, exercise. I would, well, I did it to get it some fresh air, and you, you know. But I I naturally will go for a walk with a cocktail. I'm one of those guys that you know will, will uh, go for a walk and, and have a cocktail, enjoy my my sunsets, I guess. But I created a few things and and you know building things, but like I'm saying, I don't, uh, it, it, you know, alcohol has never affected me, you know, knock on wood, you know, I never, ever, ever had a DUI or anything like that. You, and so I don't you, want that either for, you know, you didn't go through withdrawals. No, not at all. Hmm. And that's why, well, I, I, I wouldn't say withdrawals physically, but there are times cause I have all this alcohol you know, I collect alcohol. Well, yeah. So it's that. all over the place. This guy's alcohol collection. It's ridiculous. He's got what? Five shelves full. And then a ton. Uh, underneath the, 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 the sink, you've got, instead of cleaning products, it's, it's a all bar. Alcohol. It's all yeah, alcohol. My fridge, tons of beer, you know, just, and every time I open the fridge, I just, oh, that beer looks really good on a hot day. Yeah. But I guess I have a lot of more discipline because I've done it before when I'm dieting. Last year, I went three months without a single drink. You know, and that was 90 days. And uh, again, I feel like uh, that was worth it because there was a contest, weight loss contest, right. and I won that. So I was happy with that. You know, again, you, you, I need a reason to not drink. Right. So, and I literally don't want to have health problems as I get older to, that I cannot drink. Like, mm. you know, that for you, that sucks. At least at 25, you knew you had health issues. So it prevented you from ever really drinking yeah, a I lot. Guess, yeah, I so guess you, are, so. you moderately drink. Like, I would say one or two, and you're, you're pretty good. Yeah. In fact, is, I haven't. I'm probably long. at the same level as you, like as far as not drinking, because the only time I really drink is with you. <laughs> so, <sounds> so, <laughs> so since you haven't been drinking, I actually haven't yeah. been drinking either so so you're healthier when i'm trying to <laughs> detox but uh you know it sounds to most people out there like uh if they don't drink alcohol and they heard me talking it's like oh my god this guy's an alcoholic but not by any means like i don't yeah. feel like that well, i just have get, a high tolerance yeah i mean you, you do get kind of silly once, well, once you not, get up there to the number of drinks you've had yeah you start who doesn't well sure who doesn't get silly and loud and obnoxious right. a little bit but you know <laughs> that's what makes it fun i mean but it's also you just feel loose and enjoy life i mean none of us are getting out of this life alive you know <laughs> I mean, I always look back, you know, I'm, I'm practically 50. How many good years you got left? <laughs> That's true. I mean, really, what am I waiting for? Should I drink more water so I, I'm, I'm lighter in my coffin? I mean, what's the point? I, I really don't understand yeah, like, what people think about. Uh, everyone has a different outlook. Well, I guess there's a balance. There's a balance where you're in your deathbed and you're, you're not struggling. You're in pain because sure. of your past living habits. Like you, you, you either your liver has gone bad and now you got to well, piss I think through would, a bag or something. And well, it's like, I would die earlier because of the drinking. So to prevent myself from dying mm-hmm. in a hospital bed at 85 suffering, or 90. Suffering, that's the word I, I don't think. think people suffer like that. I think that they die well, young. I think, well, I think the people that drink a lot and their liver yeah. fails, I think they're suffering. Yes, uh, that is true. I'm not, but I'm just saying people who are in their 90s, I mean, if they start feeling the effects then, I mean, they live their life. I mean, they, yeah. I, don't, I don't think if I hit 90, I look back and go, wow, I wish I didn't drink so much. I mean, I already mm-hmm. won the race. I'm 90. <laughs> you know, no, I mean, no, what, yeah, what scares me is dying at 52 you know, having a heart attack or, or something like that. And again, maybe it's for the best if you just, you know, yeah. end it quick. <laughs> oh, my, my fear is to, to grow old and be immobilized or be just be in pain. Like yeah. I, I know some people now that every time they move, I just, I hear them there and I can tell they're in pain because they're like every move they make, they're making the sound like, uh, 
And, and, and like, did those folks, did yeah. they drink alcohol? I, I don't know, but, but I know they're not healthy because they're overweight. You know, they, there's something wrong with their legs because it's always wrapped um, mm. or circulation, circulate, something's wrong with their circulation. And, yeah. but, but they don't, they don't move enough. Like just one in particular that comes into mind, he just sits in, in a, in his, uh, recliner all day. Yeah. Like from the, from the time he gets up. He goes to his recliner and then plays soli- solitaire on his iPad. And then by the time I, I get back home, because I, I at one point I lived with a, a friend's in-laws when I moved out here, you know, I'd, I'd get up, I'd go to, I'd be on my way out of work and he'd be on his recliner, the TV's on just, just for noise, but he's like on his iPad playing solitaire. And then I'd get back home sometimes like nine, 10 at night. Still doing and it. And he's still there. <laughs> he's still there. His legs are propped up. Yeah. I'm, I guarantee he hasn't moved. I mean, I'm sure he's moved to go to the bathroom or, or get some water or something, but well, other than that, he doesn't move. And, and no, I, I think that's the, the, one of the main problems yeah. is people don't, people but, don't like, uh, Exercise, just well, basic yeah. exercise. But I mean, right. that individual should be having a whiskey throughout the day and enjoy, just relax. I think it does a lot, a lot of good for the body too. Now that's not a, well, not a medical science. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, but, but like, you know, when you're, you're a little tipsy or just have a little alcohol, you're loose, you you laugh more, you smile, you, you, you don't think about all the issues in life, you know? Well, I'm sure you, you numb the pain with, uh, with the alcohol, I'm yeah, sure. You don't, you don't, it takes your mind off of things. Well, the thing know? is with him is I think if he, if he starts drinking alcohol, his condition will just get worse. I think he's just trying to trying to stay comfortable and just until he naturally uh, dies. Until he naturally dies. So I I feel like if he starts drinking, uh, a lot speed of up the process. It, it'll, one it'll speed up the process. But I think I think it'll well it'll speed it up really really quick. But but it'll also increase the pain during you know until until he does die. So I feel like if he's just sitting there doing nothing, he's yeah. okay. Once he starts moving, that's like, that's when he, I, I feel like he's in pain because he just grunts and 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 uh, you know makes noises every time he moves. Yeah, and so sounds like he needs a drink. Well, <laughs> I think I, uh, yeah, it's yeah. a tough one at that age yeah. and that health. But so recently in the uh, on social media, there's a nice little uh, story of a 103 year old woman. She, she chugs a beer in her, in her hospital bed Ooh. because she, she just beat the coronavirus. So, I mean, okay. obviously, if you're 103 drinking a beer, she probably drank her whole life. Probably a beer or two a day, let's say max. Well, supposedly. It's in moderation. Right. Supposedly a drink or two a day is healthy. Is supposed to be healthy. Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't remember where I read it or if it's even valid what I read it from, but, you know, beer or wine, you know, one glass, uh, a night of wine That's as right. opposed to, you know, the, 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 the antioxidants and the, uh, well that, and plus I don't even know if this is true, but I'm, you know, it's, it supposedly thins out your blood yeah. and it's so, so your circulation is right. easier, your heart. My grandfather used to say that a beer a day was healthy. Mm. You know, he lived 82, I believe. I feel like the, the blood just is, no, is just constant, is a constant, uh, what do you call it? Viscosity. I don't think anything oh, like, can like thin it out because if it thins, like if it actually thins it out and wow. you get cut, don't you just start bleeding yeah, really bleed bad? Out, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like, I feel like that's not true, but well, you know, I, I would have to research it obviously. But to me, just logically, if, if you were to drink every day and that just, that thins out your blood, I feel like that's not good. Well, like it's good for the heart because it makes your, it pumps your blood easier. Yeah, you don't want to clog your arteries or anything. I feel know? like that's not but, true. I don't know. But you know what? I think that's that's wisdom. You know, I'll, I'll stick to my grandfather's wisdom. A beer a day. A beer <laughs> but, it's a day. Like, but it's like you hear this. You hear this from people who are 103 because they're alive. Because they're alive. Right. They, you they smoked and drank. And, yeah. It's like, right. oh, I smoke and drink all my life and I'm that's 103. That's the secret. No, it's not the secret because right. all everyone else that died at 76 and 65 that drank and smoked. Right. Obviously, that didn't work out for them very well. But in the end, I mean, really, what difference does it make if you die at 80 or 100? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know I've I mean? always said like. You just want to be healthy. Well, you want to be healthy. But there's no guarantee but you want to live on life. anything. Right. You want That's to, the thing. You know, you can drink 20 beers a day and shorten your life, you I guess. You don't, want to, I mean, you, don't want to, you don't want to die in pain either. No, no. You don't want to be exactly. in pain. 
but so that's why I said there's a there's a balance between. I agree. Obviously, that goes along to the goes along the lines of everything in moderation. Everything in moderation, exactly. So, but I mean, it's I'm it's balancing like, out the year by not drinking this month, <laughs> so it'll balance out. It'll, my average will be so low. I don't think it works out that way. <laughs> but uh, I, I've always liked the saying where, you know, you want to live life because you don't want to be on your your, your no. deathbed going, you know what? I probably shouldn't have eaten that one piece of cake that day, you know, something like that. Yeah, no regrets. Or, yeah, yeah. There's there's just there's just some things that you should do in life rather oh. than not. Like there's a there was a point in my life where like I was trying to just be good and not really do anything too extreme or just not to go out or, or yeah. save money, but but yeah, then I missed out. But I I, I, I remember just one specifically that back when I was in, you know, my early 20s, some friends of mine wanted to, to go out that day, but I had to work. I, I could have taken the day off. Yeah. I could have taken a day off. There, it wasn't like I had to work. It wasn't like I couldn't get the day off. So I, I said, you know what? I got to work. I, I really don't want to. I want to save my my you know pay time off. So yeah. so I'm I'm gonna work, guys. And so they went out. and I went to work. And then the stories they said the, the, the day after were like they were like amazing. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, now I'm gonna be on my deathbed going, why didn't I fucking go out that day? I, there yeah, was no but, reason for me to just not go to. Just, there was no reason for me to go to work that day. It's but, hard to believe you were once responsible. <laughs> hard to believe but from from then on actually yeah. but you learned a lesson at a young exactly age, so that's that's when i yeah. exactly so if i didn't experience that maybe later in life so that was that was kind of like it's a, a life lesson I, it was an insignificant event that taught me a lesson as opposed to a significant event mm. that would have been forever some, for, some regrets forever, though, for forever written in history that that was the night to to, to live you know oh, yeah. so it was just it was just a, it was just a fun night out that i missed out on but from then on i but you can't think like that yeah, because yeah. that means like everything you're missing out on right right but no well so i guess what i'm trying to say is from then on on, I, I really try not to say no to anything. Yeah. Like, unless it's something that I really can't do. I really oh, it's what you do. value now. You want to right. value memories and experiences. Right. Absolutely. And you, you don't want to waste your life working. Absolutely. Yeah. So right. I think a lot of people feel like that. And I feel like that even with, uh, you know, we'll go back to the liquor thing, but I, I, I could drink water the rest of my life. And at one point, regardless of how I check out, I don't want to, you know, it's like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, I don't enjoy water. Right. You're 103 and you're going, I didn't really do anything with my life. Or yeah. you're 75 and you go, wow, what a life I did. I you know, what a life I had. Yeah, exactly. I, I would rather do the you know, 75. And well, I'd love to live to 103, but not if from 75 to 103, I'm in a, in a bed right. with bed sores and people are abusing me and slapping <laughs> me around. And you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> playing jokes on me, you know? Oh, well, I, I just think people in those beds, it's just horrific. You know, like yeah. family, they're oh. all dead or they don't visit you and then oh my god I, you know what i'm saying though and then you just sit there watching oh, when reruns I was, or when i was a kid when we first moved to california my we lived with my my aunt yeah. and my aunt owned an old folks home hmm. and uh she took care and she actually she passed away because she worked so hard yeah. like she, she she took care of uh i believe it was five old people she took care of them all by herself because she was trying to save money she that she had sense. this house and she converted it into a whatever you call it, an old folks home or what do you call those? Assisted living. Assisted living. Yeah. He convert, she converted into assisted living. She put ramps. And all the regulations. All the, the regulations, yeah. right. And all that. But she, you know, she cooked breakfast every morning, cooked lunch, cooked dinner, mm -hmm. took care of them, bathed them. Sure. But uh, she worked so hard. She she got sick one time and got pneumonia and, and she died from pneumonia. But but she died so, basically from exhaustion. She worked herself to death. Yeah, basically. Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. I guess the, the other side of the story is I, when we lived there, I, I would see these old people um, most of them really didn't move. Like she, like, I guess that's why they were in assisted living because they couldn't move for themselves. Sure. And so, um, they were just sitting, they just sat there and did nothing, stared out of the window. Right. But they, they couldn't do anything. They were, they were to the, these were, these people were uh, old people were to the point where they, uh, they couldn't move. I guess they had a condition where they couldn't move and, uh, they were just kind of frozen and uh, they just stared into space. Yeah. That's horrible. It is horrible. Yeah, that's, I, I would, I can't even imagine. And I mean, it's, 
for a human being to, to just sit there and do nothing Look all day, every day, day by day. Until you die. Until you die. That's just Horrible. crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, right? It's a hard uh, concept to, to yeah. truly and then, And there's people like it. this all, there's all, people over. all over the world. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. And, and it's not like you don't, you know, some people are like, well, you know, you don't, you don't want to euthanize them because... I don't know. It's just <laughs> you don't <want> to <laughs> because well, you're you know you're they're your your loved ones, but it's like uh, how sad about the the old folks that don't have anyone left. That too, you know. I don't have any children, so the time I'm well, that old, I'm just, just sitting there and you know. Yeah, me too. It's horrible. I mean, just the idea of it. <laughs> like, like, think about it. There's no way I'm going to get that old. Oh, yeah, that's 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 one one of my fears too is but just I mean, to get that old and, and be mobilized because of some condition or but to have someone have to bathe me. Right. Nah, it's, I just don't see it happening, man. You're gonna wipe my ass. <laughs> You know but what I'm it's, but it's like you don't even. I don't even know if what they, if they don't, don't want to. What, I don't even know if they realize that, yeah, they, that it's, it's happening to them. It is a fucking just, living nightmare. They're just existing. It's a, it's a nightmare. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So we'll, we'll change the subject to a to a, a more positive <laughs> topic. My next one is the death penalty. The death so, penalty. Okay. Are you for or against? Just out of curiosity. You know, I'm I'm neutral to it. I'm just kind of neutral. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, believe. I guess I guess that would be I'm for it because I'm not against it. Yeah, so I, I would think so. But I think I'm basically neutral because I'm not. The penalty should should the you know, fit the crime, you know, right. in, in a sense. Uh, I mean, here's the thing with me is if, if, if someone's going to be put to death, the, the, ver- the verdict or the, the process of which they came to that conclusion needs to be definite. Yeah. Like I someone said, I saw that guy shoot him. <laughs> well, more than one witness. Right. More than, even, yeah, more yeah. than one. Or, or I'm just saying like, yeah, yeah, here yeah, it is in count on, on video. Yeah, the I guy agree. is, the guy is obviously the one that killed this person. And then you're for it. And then I'm for it. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. There should be absolutely zero doubt and it should be, you know, that's something, but there was a story where this pedophile uh, who raped a baby, he was in prison. Hmm. He was found dead in his cell with his penis chopped off. Hmm. Now, I don't know how I feel about that. Obviously, the guy deserves it. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I don't think we should allow prisoners to have this vigilante <laughs> justice. I'm against vigilante justice because I, I feel like everything is so corrupt. And, you know, I, I think uh, the prison system's a joke. And yeah. everyone's scared. Uh, well, in a sense. Okay. So, I'm listening to a lot of, uh, like, mafia stories and stuff. Okay. And how, and, and truly, this is what happened where the mafia was just extremely uh, powerful back in the you know, 50s, 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. But the prison sentences became so harsh with uh, the federal RICO stat- statute, statutes mm-hmm. or whatever, statute, that they were getting 100 years, you know, 200 years. And, and, and suddenly, you know, it really affected the mafia and, the, and people getting into that life. Everyone kind of went to prison and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? And so that's how it has to be on every crime. I mean, like people need to be scared to go to prison. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it, should no account, it, it should be a deterrent. It should be a deterrent. It should be a good deterrent. And I don't think it is in no, this day not. and age. I don't the think rioting so. and the violence and the shooting and and no. I don't think they're getting enough time. Well, you can get your college education in prison. Yeah. What if what if someone's like, well, I'm, if I'm going to you know spend but, but, four years in prison, but if it, uh, great, I get my college degree. But if prisoners are are have the capability of murdering other prisoners, I mean, the system in itself, they have too much freedom in prison. Right. Right. If that's all I'm trying to say. Like, you remember well, the movie with even... Sylvester Stallone? Uh, what was it? Which one? Well, well, when he breaks out of prison. You know, it was like uh, uh, it was a private uh, prison and he got paid to basically break out of prisons. Do you remember that movie? Was and, it with Arnold? Yeah. 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 Well, I th- yeah. It was with Arnold. Yeah. It was the, the, glass, the, yeah, glass, yeah. the glass cubes. But basically, you know, it's a futuristic kind of style sure. of prison right. and uh, they have very little freedom in the mm-hmm. prison, mm-hmm. you know, or like Alcatraz. You see movies, you know, Alcatraz and just have very little freedom. You know, you're in your cell 23 hours a day. Yeah. You're not really mixing a lot with other people or whatever. But it just seems like uh, I watch a lot of uh, documentaries on these prisons. And man, it, the gangs just run the prisons. 
Everyone, everything is corrupt. It's all drugs coming in. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's pretty so, that's pretty uh, mind boggling. That drugs, that, like there's everyone's corrupt. Like uh, they're even uh, even just money or, or money alone. It's unbelievable. Like people are getting money somehow in there, and then they're paying. Like there's well, a whole economy system in there. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, how, how does that happen? Yeah, how does it get in? So how does, basically, how does a drugs thug, get in? A thug on the street though is not scared to go to prison when all his buddies are in there, and then they run the prison, and then they get out because you know they get good time off or whatever, you know, they make parole, whatever, because yeah. it's so overcrowded. And so, you know, the stats were crazy. I was reading some of the stats and how many people get stabbed in prison. Well, I mean, that's, but it's unbelievable. Like to me, I just feel like the, the system itself is bad. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, people aren't really scared to go, you know, people who are, the, you know, the thugs or the gangs and the, and, and so they're going to get out on the street and what do they care? They shoot someone, they only get 10 years or out in six. It's like, what the hell? Right. I don't know. I, I just, you know, they plea bargain. They, they well, I mean, I, I understand as far as like, the things I mean, like the things they can do in there. Well, not not the things that they can do, but I guess I'm going back to where my I said my they can get a college degree. I guess they they have to have some things in place where they have to integrate them back into society. So they need, yeah. they can't just they can't just isolate them like animals because when they get out, they're they're just either going to do the same thing because they're not either educated or they. Uh, but there should be prisons where when you when you go for life, you serve life, not 20 years and out in 15 for a life sentence. That's not life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? But it, it just seems like there's too much violence in the world. That's all. But I mean, I'm not saying this pedophile doesn't deserve it. Right. But it shouldn't be vigilante justice. I mean, I, I think. Well, how do they even find out? Like, how does how does one? That's even the other find, thing. How like, does what, even one find out why what, they're in there? Why they're in there? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's because it's a corrupt system. Yeah, I'm sure that this person wasn't telling people what he did, but it seems like everybody knows yeah. that in that life. They just know. They know who a cop killer is. They know who right. a robber. They know. Right. They, it's they like they know, know who cops are. It's like, hey, copper. And it's like, yeah. how do you how do you even find out that it, this guy was a cop? It's just all corrupt. But I don't know. I, I think the vigilante justice, you know, everyone, you know, you, you read the comments. Everyone's all, you know, it's all positive. But yet, if the courts mm. would have just killed this man, it would be all negative. There'd be people out there yeah. protesting for the, because of the death penalty. Right. But, well, uh, but they're not well. protesting when the prisoners kill the same person. There's no protest. <laughs> right. Like, where, how come we're not? Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Right, right, right. Uh, you know, yeah. where, where's his T-shirt? You know, where, <laughs> you know, who's spray painting the streets for this pedophile? <laughs> well, I, I also hear that uh, the prisons system or the, the prisons are like that because it, it just seems to work better. So there's a whole class system, society. There's a whole community in the prison system itself because that's the only way everyone gets along yeah but between that, prisoners and guards as well right but when those people get out they already have this mentality of this system and it's very segregated in prison then they get out and wonder why there's racism <laughs> mm. when you keep introducing thugs back out onto the street and they, they become accustomed to, to this life of this hierarchy and suddenly then they come out and then what do they do they stick to their own and then there's violence against other groups and it just escalates again it, it just you know it never ends the, the, the cycle never ends well i mean how, how do you stop them from you integrate from them in prison but everything i've ever like, heard is well you integrate them you know black should be with a white prison uh <laughs> cellmate <laughs> yeah why not but it's very segregated so the system itself keeps people hmm. segregated so they're already well, they're already trying from the, the system itself is is, is killing us but I mean, how do you how do you do that when let's say there's two racist people and then they happen to be in the cell they'll just be they're gonna serve each other they're gonna serve 20 years each right okay. and, and then they're gonna learn to love each other <laughs> i don't think that's how prison <laughs> We need more love, George. We need more love. Why can't you put the, the, the hardcore uh, white supremacist uh, clan member with, with a, uh, you know, with, with a black man and put them together and let them learn to love each other? Like, you know what? But, but a lot of times people just don't know each other. Right. They, right. they have this uh, this opinion of each other. You know, one's this and one's that. And then in the, in the schoolyard, they're going to want to fight and stab each other. Right. Right. But if, if they're roommates 
and then they have to tolerate each other. I guess. And then and then they tell their friends, ah, that white dude's pretty cool. Hey, that black guy's all right. And then suddenly it's integrated. <laughs> but why is there segregation in prisons, but not out in the real world? Why is there segregation? What do you mean? What, well, they're segregated in prison. So the, the blacks and the are there, and the whites over here, and the Asians over here, and then the, probably the, the well, they just trans. they just happen to migrate that way, just like in the real world. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're segregated. They, they stick to their own. And okay. it's for it's for protection. Uh, protection. Right. But that's but the system shouldn't be like they should. They should have to be integrated. So it's divided. I mean, mm. they, they, they shouldn't be segregated. They shouldn't be allowed. You should have a cellmate. You, they shouldn't have clicks. You're saying that's right. Get rid of the clicks. Right. Mm. Those bitches in high school, those clicks. <laughs> and then and you don't have handcuff each other. And, and Why then, not? And, and then at the end of the day, one of them's going to be dragging <laughs> the other dead body. What? I don't know what happened to him, man. <laughs> he had a heart attack. He died of Corona. <laughs> but, but think about it. Think about it. If they integrated like that, you know, uh, their cell mates are of different races. I think, you know, when people know each other, they're less racist I wanna, against each other. I want to say I, w- I would maybe in one year, maybe a lot of death because they have to learn to love each other. But when, wonder, when the system segregates them, think yeah, about it. No, no, I understand. And then they get out into the real world. How are they? How are they uh, rehabilitated? Right. What do they learn in prison? Right. Racism, racism, right? Well, maybe. I bet so. Oh, you remember American History X? Yeah, his See, buddy, he his buddy, and his yeah, he learned. But that's because they they paired him up in the laundry room with the other guy, mm. and the only the well, friend he had was I, a black guy who I, took care of him. I feel like they either tried that or they're currently doing that. Don't you think they're? Don't you think at some at somewhere in this in this prison so. system, there's one prison that does that? I don't think so. Well, you don't think so, but you don't well, know. Because, well, I'm watching documentaries <laughs> on Netflix. Yeah, those are the olden they, days. They have, what, what what are they doing? Oh, they now? have. Well, you know what's funny is the olden days, they, uh, the inmates had more respect for the guards and all this other stuff, and then the guards were less corrupt. Now it's the gangs and drugs because it's such big money but it's segregation it's violence it's corrupt and then they get the same people you know they go why, why do they go back in and out of the system it's because they're not being rehabilitated they go back out they're better criminals and and then they come out with more racism in their hearts you know i'm just saying i think they need to pair up have a have a, a different person be a buddy in well, your cellmate yeah i think i feel like that would work if they had some kind of goal you know like a goal between them that they have to work together in order well, to team achieve. building activities <laughs> <laughs> in prison now yeah. hug your partner well, yeah, no, I mean, like, I uh, you know, like, let's say, um, I don't know, maybe a freedom to the yard. So they have to both do some kind of task in order to get freedom to the yard. And then at that point, they can separate because they, that's what they want. But then slowly, slowly, they're like working together in increments, short increments. You know what wow. I mean? Instead of just putting them, it's, it would be like putting a cat well, good and a time. dog. They need good time in the yard, I think. I, think. I, I feel like that's the same thing as putting a cat and a dog inside of the cell. This is a good example. When you get a cat and a dog that don't know each other and put them in a room together, it's, yeah. it doesn't work out. No. But if they're both puppies or a kitten and a puppy and they're raised together, they love each other. <laughs> yeah, but these aren't, ba- these aren't babies. <laughs> well, they, they act like babies. But but that's what I'm saying. You get a, you get a you know uh, two different gang members of different uh, backgrounds and they're going to kill each other. Yeah, you got to start them off but, young. <laughs> but you do have to start them young. But I'm just put- telling you, when they go into prison, they should have a, uh, a cellmate of a different race. <clears throat> that's and an I idea. Think after years of, the, of something like this, a lot of murder, no doubt. Okay, well, here's an idea. Every, every kid should be separated from the parents and put in a cell. I think so. And other and with other uh, race race kids. Well, but think about it. When of all races in kindergarten, they're not racist. Right. No one's born racist. No one's born racist. They right. learn it. It's a learned behavior. Right. But, but when their parents are locked up and, and the system yeah. itself becomes racist. Well, the parent obviously that's the that's a, the root of the problem is they didn't have parents to no, teach them right from wrong. Wow. But th- there's a great movie of a. Uh, uh, shot caller you gotta you gotta watch this one shot okay. caller the oh, guy right, goes to prison it's a white guy uh upper class he's like a banker he winds up i think for going to prison for manslaughter and he winds up going up the ranks becoming uh, a gang leader because the system created that from day one you know he, he was forced to 
enter the world of, of in the prison yard. And he slowly worked up the ranks and he became a leader of a group, you know, of a gang. But it just shows you how the system could change anybody, mm-hmm. you know? And I believe that too. If, if God forbid I went to prison, you have no choice but to be with your own in a sense who are going to protect you. But then protection doesn't come for free. You know right. what I mean? And you got to enter their gang and you're tattooed up and doing God knows what, but it's either that or you get killed, <laughs> you know, oh. but because of vigilante justice, how are the gangs taking over, you know, even in, in, in today's out, you know, these riots, the cops are overrun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't know. You I don't buy know, a gun yet? I don't know what, uh, I don't know what the solution is. The thing is, it's obviously it's happening for a reason. Yeah. They're thugs. <laughs> well, why are they thugs? Why, why, why can't they control? There's them? no accountability. Who, the, the, the guard, like they, they, well, they the cops are, what? well th- there's not enough law enforcement. And if you're watching some of the news, some of the, the law enforcement officials that are, that are talking, they're like, we arrest them. They go in the, the, the courts are over, over, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, and then they, they go right back on, on the street. So we're arresting the same, some guy said he arrested the same guy three right. times in a month. Well, yeah, probably and because it's not, not a violent crime and the, and the prisons are overrun. So not overrun, overcrowded, overcrowded. So they're, the so they're the, the judge has to decide who to really put in prison. You see the one story a guy was, uh, went and got arrested for rape and they let him out on bail and he killed the accuser. Mm. So that, yeah. that worked out good for, for the accused. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, but that's yeah. a violent crime. Yeah. You can't let him out. So, but they let him out and he killed her. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's the system. That's, you know that's what I mean? our system. Yeah. That's our system. They're, they're innocent until proven guilty. That's true. So, so why, you know, I guess, I guess they let him out because they didn't have enough evidence, quote unquote, they, innocent until, until he was proven guilty. Well, that's true. Well, he's so that's guilty weird, now. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's a weird concept where he's innocent until proven guilty, but you can't prove he's guilty without the, the whole process of going to court. Okay. But, then, but okay. then he's, but if, but then you, someone's incarcerated this whole time and basically punished. No, that's true. It's, it's kind of like, let's say, let's say someone accused you of rape and you obviously, and you didn't do it. So now. I think a lot has to do with your history and your credibility. And well, what if that guy, obviously, what was, well, what if that guy was his first time and he had credibility and he had no history, so they let him out and he killed her. Yeah, well, they got him now, murder. <laughs> well, yeah, so I mean, I feel like that's a tough situation. That where, is a tough one, that is Where tough. our system is you're innocent until proven guilty, but then you can't let him go, well, but then you can't keep him in jail. So well, I think you, you gotta keep him in jail, but it has to be a quick, uh, you a, know. A quick, speedy process. Right, it's supposed to be, right? Under the Constitution, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I know somebody in there two years right now already, waiting trial. <laughs> That's hard. That's that's a long but time. He's, but he's innocent until he's well, proven guilty. Yes, he's innocent, but yeah. he's in there two years almost already. Wow. And, and just awaiting trial. And again, you know, that sucks. I mean, I couldn't imagine waiting two years, you know. Your whole life's ruined, in a sense. But, uh, wow, right? Yeah. But I think the system is so corrupt, it's broken. And everyone knows. Everyone says reform, reform, reform. But let's say you're a protester. Uh, let's not say a protester, but a rioter. Or you're looting. If you get arrested, you should have a speedy trial. I mean, you got caught looting. Right. I mean, there should be a penalty, but they're not afraid to loot. The thing is, with uh, with the riots these days, so much crime is happening and so many arrests. I, I bet the docket on court alone huge. is a huge pile. Oh, yeah. how, how, which one, you know, what do you do? You just, you, how, how do you categorize? How yeah. do you do a, you know, how, how do you put them in order? Anyway, I don't even know what a speedy trial would be for something like that. For breaking a window and stealing a TV. Yeah. Well, well, and there's so much, there's so much process in, in, in the court system. Yeah. Paperwork has to be done. Uh, attorney has to be uh, appointed. Um, procedures have to be done. And so just one, just, yeah, just one case alone probably takes, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. So <laughs> that sounds pretty quick. No, well, no, like just, just, just the typing initial, it in. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, just the initial well, thing to do is 15 and then, and then to show up and then to, to, to transport the person from jail to the courthouse. Absolutely. And, and all this time is, is taken just for one person. No, I agree. And that just reinforces that we need more police. 
Well, what is that going to do? That's just administration or whatever, city employees. I think, but to process all of these criminals. I think that's. I think that is not more police necessarily, but I think more um, internal like administration, yeah, processing, investigators, uh, more court, uh, more court uh, judges, whatever the case is. Why can't they? They have court on Saturday. I mean, why? 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 Why you get arrested on Friday and you got to wait till Monday? (laughs) Why? Why can't they work on Saturday? I guess because you have weekend judges. I guess once once you graduate from the, <laughs> once you uh, once you become a judge, it's like I ain't working weekends. So did you see Congress? They, they couldn't come up with uh, terms with the relief, you know, stimulus right. package. So they took the like, day off. <laughs> no, they're like, well, we're going to be going to recess soon. It's like what? You can't just work this shit out before taking a vacation. Right. Like, well, we're okay. You know, we got plenty of money. <laughs> Fucking a bunch of millionaires. God damn, pisses me off. Really, you know. Oh, oh well, there's a, a Chicago Democrat. He he wants to ban history classes in school. Because they're racist. Because the history, he doesn't, he doesn't want racist. history to be taught. Hmm. Yeah, he's trying to get that passed. What an idiot! Because <laughs> <laughs> history is racist by nature. It's 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 the white man's you know textbook kind of attitude. A white man wrote the textbook of the history. It's it's a white man. So it's pro- so it's promoting that slavery existed and there was a reason for it. Is that is that maybe the the logic to it? It's right. like if no one knew that, if no one knew that information, they would just consider right. someone there'd be no racism of different race. Just no different. Yeah. So so maybe so maybe that's he's you know, got a point. You maybe think? he's got a point. Yeah. The point is he's an idiot. <laughs> I think that's well, the I dumbest never, thing I've ever heard is let's not teach history. Right. That's always and then, and well let's repeat just, it. It'll just repeat itself. Yeah, right. Give it a couple hundred years and right and they'll you know there's no more statues and, and everything's being erased. So we're now in uh, coronavirus uh, 162,000 deaths. That's a lot. 162,000 people have died in our country just in U.S. alone. Yeah. It's hmm. a lot. You know they, they're predicting 300,000 by the end of the year. If we if we keep going the way we're going like if there's all oh, that by the way that goes into one of my points is uh that i've written down el the uh, los angeles mayor shuts will shut down your electricity and water if he if there is a large party going on but there's stipulations wow. so here's the thing so from that reaction alone obviously you're against it now, i think that's stupid well so i i read the, all the comments on there and obviously they didn't uh listen to the whole video because they didn't they didn't listen to his conditions so what if what if you're the mayor of the city yeah. okay and i'm and this is just like my counterpoint to everyone else i guess and, sure. and to you <clears throat> and obviously if you shut someone's power and water down for you know just because you feel like it obviously that's wrong but let's say you're a mayor of the city and then you're telling everyone look we got to calm this thing down because it's just getting out of control in our city alone so we can't have groups more than 10 or 20 or whatever we, you, you set a limit and then you set these rules until because we're setting them anyway if you either set them or you don't right i agree okay so let's say let's say it's just getting out of control so sure. as a mayor of the city you have to do something you can't just well sorry that's that's just the way life is you can't do that right so one of the things that you want to do is because there's these parties of 150 to 200 people because you can't go to bars why can't you just find them what do you mean whoever's hosting the party okay so here's the thing you just find them so, so they you, don't do it so you you find them but they still do it okay he said if once once the police get there they give you a warning and then if you continue to do it they fine you okay. if you continue to do it they give you 48 hour a 48 hour warning that if you continue the party then they shut off the power and, and the water. So I, I feel like there's like three chances. Well, yeah, even a hours, chances. Yeah. How much is the fine? I have no idea. Well, if the fine, again, it's like the prison right. sentence. If you make it $10,000 fine, right. depending on the house and the property and the amount of people. And or, you know, or why can't you do like $100 per person that's at your, on your, you know, that doesn't live there kind of attitude. Right. I mean, uh, I, I but, understand. But so let, let's say these are rich people. It's LA. So then you can there's, there's rich people. So. You can't just say, okay, the rich people get fined more. No, you base it off of the property value. Do a percentage of the property value. Well, these people are renting these houses. 
let's say me and you want to throw a party. We rent this Malibu house for $1,000 or whatever for the night. Cops come, give us a warning. Party's over. <laughs> okay. And, and then if we don't, we get fined. And then but we, it's got to go the there, fine's got to be enough to where we don't want to, we can't, we don't want to pay it. So it's, so it's, it's almost like, let's say you're rich and it's like these oil companies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, no, they get fined $50,000 to dump oil into the water, yeah. but, but then they're making 10 million right. from it. So, so they're going to do it. They'll pay the fine right. and they don't care. Right. Uh, I, you know, there's got to be way, I don't know. I don't know. I, turning off their power and water seems to be, uh, you know, those are basic like well, services you need. And then what? They're just going to have a generator because rich people will just have a generator. And I then what do you so. do? Then what do you do? But, but it's, they'll bring their own water and they'll bring their but own But I generator. feel like it's, it's kind of like just a, I don't even know if it, he, he, it's a threat. No, did no. It. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's threat. done it actually, but it's, but it's almost like the, the warning do you have so many chances not to yeah, have the yeah, power yeah. water turned off? It's the threat, but it's just like the poor will always get fucked and the rich will always find a loophole or a way to, uh, they can afford the fine. They could have a generator and, and a truck full of water for people or to shower. But even. then, but then these are the people that are no way continuing to. the, 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 yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I think, uh, as long as our governments allow the protests to happen, when, when average people yeah. uh, see all of these people in the streets and they, they, they get a pass because it's their right, you know, that's why other citizens are like, you know, if they can do it, then we can do it. And, you know, I'm not I'm not uh, protesting, but I can go to the park. I can go to right. the beach. I can go to Disneyland. They just had uh, the bike rally up in Sturgis. Right. You know, thousands of bikers. And they're like, we ain't wearing masks. Yeah. You know, so what do you do? <laughs> so that'll be the death of us all on this planet is that everyone has a, a right to do whatever they want. But it comes with a uh, with a cost. You know, the cost is humans will die and we don't care. The general public doesn't give a fuck because we're greedy. I, I almost feel like uh, it's the universe's way of saying like this is kind of a roundabout way where, well, this I guess it's kind of like a different. I'm going in a different tangent here. It's the universe's way of saying this this world or the, the people in this world are a little too sensitive and wrapped in bubble wrap and they are just too yeah. they're too fragile. We need something that thins out the herd absolutely and only the fittest will survive maybe so i, I feel like that's what's happening like in the a, earth in a, is cleansing itself you know well that or or it's it's shifting to making humans more resilient hmm. like it, it's killing off the people that are weak well i mean that sounds bad but it is but, it's but, people it's, with those, but i feel like uh, that's, that's what's happening yeah. like I'm, I'm not saying that's good i'm just saying that, that it just feels like that's what's happening like this this virus in a way is kind of making the, the humans that are currently existing and that are making more humans are the healthier humans that eventually will resist against better i mean uh, worse viruses and they will be worse. They're, they're coming. Yeah, there's, I'm sure. And his, but, I mean, the thing is, I, I also think at one point the, the human race will just be wiped out again yeah, and we'll start, start over. Absolutely. Just like, just like, a you know, I don't know, a billion, million years ago, everything was wiped out and it's just, it just keeps starting over every, every, like every hundred, every hundred, 300,000 years, or I'm sorry, however long it takes an organism to uh, evolve into a human. I just feel like it's just going to keep doing the same thing. There's some stats from the uh, National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration, right? Mm -hmm. So to die in a car crash, basically one out of every 103 people on the earth, or I should say in the U.S. actually, it's our stats. So one out of every 103 people die in a car crash or likely to die in a car crash. Okay. So when it comes to cancer, one out of every seven mm -hmm. die from cancer. Mm -hmm. Heart disease is number one. That's one out of every six people in in U.S. Yeah. that dies. Yeah. And coronavirus is like nothing. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh, yeah, but yet yeah. we shut down the world. Right. So, well, I mean, yeah. What, what do you think the most dangerous day of the week to drive is? I would think Saturday. Yeah, it's, it is Saturday. Yeah, by everyone's statistics. Off. Yeah, everyone's off from work. And, and the safest day? 
I would think Monday. Monday, everyone's crazy because oh. they don't want to go back to work, but it's Tuesday. Oh, it's Tuesday. It's oh, okay. Tuesday. <laughs> I, I like seeing like certain statistics because right. it's, it's fascinating to me. But when you start seeing the death oh, rate, the de- I mean, uh, I someone mean, dies every two seconds. Every two seconds. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it's just amazing that the, st- the stats on the coronavirus of actually getting it is so low and of dying is mm-hmm. even lower. Right. And it has nothing to do. Like, it's not even a comparison to heart disease. Right. And yet, well, I just heard <laughs> we don't care about obesity in funny. this country. Well, it's funny. I, on the way here, I just heard on the radio that every sixth, every minute, every one minute, uh, someone's diagnosed with either uh, dementia or Alzheimer's. Like a, 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 a brain, a degenerative brain yeah. disease. Every minute, someone's diagnosed. <laughs> it, but, the, I mean. Where are the protests? <laughs> Where are the where's the where's the my rights yeah. of uh, of getting Alzheimer's? <laughs> I saw a meme. It's a beautiful woman holding up a sign. Big titties matter. I like that. I thought that was cute <laughs> because you know you, you just see all these political posts and everything's against Trump and Black Lives Matter and, and defund the police. Well, you just see a nice picture, you know, and it actually made me smile. <laughs> Big titties matter. And I'm like, yeah, they do. <laughs> I thought it was funny. The thing well, is, we well, got we have to learn back, to laugh again, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's well, back on the well, I just don't want to. Okay, so yes, uh, let me let me acknowledge that big titties do matter. Absolutely. But um, on women. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I do like I like all of them. They, they don't have to be big titties. Come on. Wow. I, I mean, there's there's some people that that, but, but do, on, that do look nice with just a regular. I, I, but on photography, there's not a. You have to admit on photo in photography. Well, there is a there's a good proportional but nice cleavage. Large rack looks very well. Good. That's our instinct. Our instinct, our male instinct, is to be drawn towards women with bigger breasts, so that yes. they know that but they can just, nurse our young. But not just big, like nicely shaped, you know, and, and they look good in in yeah. anything. Well, yeah. that's okay, I think that goes along with thought, our our own instinct, our own male instinct. Yes, to, to mate with someone that has a healthy body, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know small breasts that in 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 a yeah. caveman's mind, uh, he's not she not gonna <laughs> feed my feed baby no. very well. <laughs> Me exactly. go with. Big breasts. That's right. So it used to be big hips back in the day. Big, huh? Well, yeah, big hips so and, to give uh, birth. Right. Um, well, back to the. Uh, I hope that. Do you hear that static? I just heard it. Yeah. Uh, I hope that static doesn't go through. Anyway, uh, back to the the coronavirus thing is. Uh, I don't know if we've mentioned it or I've mentioned this, that, but I just found out that there's a thirty minute. I mean, a thirty percent error. Thirty percent on the positivity. Yeah. Rate. There's yeah. a thirty percent uh, either you know error one way or the other. <laughs> you can, you, you can have, be negative and you can have it, or you can right. have it and, and right. you get a negative. Yeah. So false positive. Right. So so in general, if if you're within that thirty percent, they just go ahead and consider that that you have COVID or that you <laughs> or if they get thirty percent goes the other way well you don't have covid right. so there's like there's 30 percent error rate huh. where y- y- they're just they're just saying well you're you're 29 so you have it but you, you might not have it exactly and you got to get additional tests yeah you know? but that's the thing you know people don't trust our governments these days because it's all this false information and and false positives you know well i just don't get the testing like i know we're supposed to test and then if you find yourself and then you're supposed to after you test you quarantine yourself until you find the results but does anyone does everyone I, obviously that's not enforced like i know from movies that there's a fence and everyone has to start off from one side of the fence and for you to go to the other side you get to, you have to get tested if you test positive then you stay on that one side of the fence if you test negative you get to go to the other side but right now there's no fence there's, there's no nothing. fences they take your temperature they, in case you're hot well, <laughs> well yeah that, and then they don't quarantine you right. so you can't come in <laughs> right i'll go somewhere well, where they're not testing my temperature yeah but i mean it's it's like there's no i feel like 
I feel like the testing just is, joke. there's a, a, a there's got to be a better system than just to, to get in line to get tested and then, then not to go and then not to go home or to just be out and about until you find out you're positive. But then by the time you you if someone doesn't quarantine themselves by the time they they get a negative reading, but then you could have caught it right exactly. in between the time you got your exactly. your, your results if you didn't quarantine yourself absolutely. But, but then, then what? Every then, morning you have to test yourself. But then yeah, after after you quarantine and then you and you get you get the results saying well, you're not your, you're not positive. Now what? Now you get to go out and about and get and then get it and then still you get, get it. tested again. Well, you, so you're, you're still home all the time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You would be, you would be at home permanently. Right. right. That's the point. Right. There's no like, there's no stopping it. There's no stopping. We can't be stopped. We're doomed. We're all gonna get it, and the week will die off, like you said. Well, no, I just feel like it's just gonna be part of the list of of the common cold, the flu. That's it. And now it's Corona. So or we'll get to the point in the morning you grab your phone your keys your your mask and then you got to go get tested and hopefully you get the results immediately yeah. like you, you know and then okay you're good and if you're positive then you got to go back home but the, there goes your job yeah the, I mean, the, the, the testing has to be instant it has to be there instant. has to be an instant but test made that it, you, they know whether you're uh, is the technology there yet uh, yeah that, well that's the thing is obviously it's not because yeah. that's not what we're doing right so are you going to go wait in line for two hours and then get your results Actually, in 14 days the, the, there's a blood test that like, I think it comes out like in 15 seconds but I think it's more expensive yeah I would so assume. who's like who's paying for that yeah and, and then you'd have to do it every day that's what i'm saying though you'd have i mean to do it every day, are, yeah. who's gonna do that every day or or <laughs> yeah or they need to make like a, a litmus paper where you piss on it in the morning to see if you caught it the, oh yeah that's a good idea you know what i'm trying to say or 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 have like or have boundaries of where you normally go to work and shop and live never gonna happen no, i'm just saying that, like that's an, another idea is to to keep yourself within those boundaries and a section each time like everyone eventually within that boundary gets tested and as, uh, like a zip code everyone in the zip code right. doesn't leave your zip code right, everyone's right. tested right. We know everyone's good but right once, once that zip code is cleared they stay in that zip code until the other zip code gets cleared until the other yeah, zip code gets cleared never gonna happen uh, yeah I, that, that would be a good movie right where you know it's literally like uh you know fenced off to where you couldn't leave well, but then that's how it is in uh the anarchy. indian tribes yeah you know, they, they they block off their, oh, their china and everything i'm sure yeah. they'll shoot you if you're out when you're not supposed <laughs> to be out <laughs> But again, we have too much freedom. Right, right, right. We yeah. like rallies right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The freedoms won't let us uh, do that. But yes. now the fact, so are you for against them going back to school at this stage? So I thought about this and the, the parents should be given the choice. I agree. I, I feel like let the parents make let the, the parents make the decision. So if they don't feel safe that their kid is going to school, then they don't they don't do it. Does now, the kid get left back? No, he still they have to grade. Yeah, they have, they, have to, well, they have to do it remotely. They have to get they have to get taught remotely. And what if it's an underprivileged child. Their parents don't feel comfortable sending their kid to school, but they don't have a computer or internet at home. Who pays for that? Yeah. Your yeah, tax dollars, another, my tax dollars, you know, or does the yeah. school just, because again, I yeah, mean, like, I mean, that's a hard, that's another, that's a, that's a whole another thing. hard situation where, where, so I can't, I can't, you know, if Peter Piper's is packed, then the, all these kids can go to school, in my opinion. Meaning, yeah. like you know, families don't seem to care about taking their kids to restaurants. Well, those families don't. Those families okay. don't. There's, there's obviously other families that do care. They, they don't go out at all. They don't let their kids out, so and they wouldn't let them go to school. I'm sure of it. Yeah, and they'll they'll work something on. They should have that right to to say, ah, you know, I'm not comfortable with my kid going to school. That's the thing is is but if you're, because if you're forced, if they force you to go to school physically and then they die. So now what? Now you're now the school. Someone's responsible. Obviously, it's like I didn't want to, I didn't want my kid to go to school, but I got forced. So yeah. well, I need someone to blame. I, I'm not I'm not to blame. Like you can't blame the parents that their kid died. Right. Someone's blame. Someone's well, I don't think schools should be blamed, but I do believe you know parents 
I'm sure they have that right to say, oh, I'm not sending my kids to school this semester. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, we can, you know, do it at home. But, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of families that can't. Yeah. So those yeah. kids get left back and that's it. Well, <laughs> but at least they're safe. They're stupid. But they're safe. <laughs> and that, that'll be real good for our, you know, our system. Well, those are the people that continue to protest. That's it. That's right. Those are the ones that are. And then they'll blame the system. I feel like. I couldn't go to school, but I was out protesting. <laughs> I feel like those are the people that are protesting. They, they don't have jobs and they, they were, you know, they're, I don't know. You see what I, I don't know. I, I agree with that. Uh, I, parents should have the right. That's all. I'm, yeah. I'm not a parent. So ultimately, I don't give a shit what you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really don't. But I think people should have the right. You know, if you yeah, they should have a choice, they should have a choice. And educated parents should make the right choice. You know, if you have someone with, uh, you know, underlying conditions at home and, and maybe you don't want your kid going, every kid's going to catch it. Yeah. I mean, like going to school. Well, they I don't mean, social distance worth shit. That's the thing is, I mean, I, I feel like if you if you had a good kid and you teach your kid, hey, you know, don't touch anything. Don't just try to stay away from everyone. Wear a mask. That's it. Right. I, I feel kids, like those kids won't follow it though. Well, I feel like some kids would, and then, and then they would. I'm, I'm just saying, like there, there are situations where it is possible for kids to go to school and be safe. Yeah, I think so. If if they're good kids and they followed rules and they follow, followed directions, they should be okay. Yeah, I guess we're gonna find out in about a month. Well, I just saw a picture on yeah. uh, social media. I don't know if you saw it. And the hallway. The hallway is packed, and no, no one's one. wearing masks, and everyone is shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> so there's obviously, if someone, there's gonna be an infection. Oh, there, for sure. There, there's no, there's no for getting, sure. there's no getting around. But should the, should the principal of that school be fired someone needs to be but the principal held responsible the principal failed I, yeah i guess so i think so yeah, it has to start that's from the, the boss top. yeah i think so yeah, yeah absolutely because even the principal should mandate it say i don't need to hear from my governor this is my school yeah you know we're going to practice these uh, you know uh take these precautions you know add a little wash sink you know they have those portable stations where people yeah, could wash yeah, yeah. you could do sanitizing stations i don't know about the plexiglass everywhere but i mean wear a mask wash your hands and separate the tables as, as best you can yeah I mean, and uh, in the hallways have like well, one a, class one, at a time. Yeah, one class at a time. Different. Or why not just keep the same class in, the, in each room and you know, swap the teachers and have the teachers? Yeah, you know, change That's that. True. Why should you have all these kids running around? You know, give them some, you know, a few minutes of stretch I mean, in between. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the teachers' classroom has their all their stuff in it. You know, what I mean, like if you have a lab, you can't you can't, you can't bring your your okay, beakers yeah, and bunsen right. burners into another. I, I, I could see that. I mean, but most most uh, classrooms. I mean, I, I would think it'd be easier for the teacher to just move to the other class. You know, change it up. Think outside the box. Create a different. Uh, you know, yeah. your curriculum is different. You know, why should all these kids well, move at the same time everywhere when you could have eight teachers instead of two hundred students? I saw this black and white picture back then. They had some kind of virus or whatever sickness, and they they, they taught these kids outdoors. And it was yeah. I guess it looked like it was in the middle of winter, and all no, these kids were like bundled up. <laughs> they all died from the flu. <laughs> they all died from <laughs> pneumonia. They were frozen. Yeah, <laughs> they froze to death. But yeah. no, it's but I, that's back then. Even back then, there were problems like this. Of course, it's as long as there's people, there's going to be problems. But, yeah. but now there's the, the you know lack of respect for any type of authority. That's the problem. And everyone, like I said, everyone has the right to do whatever they want. And again, you know, that, that's the problem. Yeah. You have the right to burn the flag. It, it's right. You have the right well, to rip down a statue. Yeah. You know, maybe I don't like my neighbor's statue. So do I have the right to go over there and just destroy it? It offends me. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, because that's private property. But well, where all these statues are, it's government property, isn't it? Yeah. Well, these well, are state these, parks or, you know, community well, I think, centers. I, I think there's a law now where you can't take yeah. it down because good yeah i think there's a law now yeah but I, I passed some law that you can't just take it down to pass statue because you're offended well, when i was a there kid has to be a process or something you couldn't burn the flag right right you know when i was a kid that was a law right what happened to that one i don't know freedom i bet it's still on the books but nobody enforces no it. it's 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 not it's le- it's it's not illegal anymore but it's bullshit it because, be. because it's freedom of speech or whatever by burning <laughs> yeah they're using more than just their words 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Well, if it's your pro- if it's your flag, it's your property. Yeah, but I mean, if you, you can do really, if you're you burning the flag, why do you live in this country? That's the way I look at it too. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know, if you, if you hate our system, move. But, but it's like, it's funny because that's the, the same freedom that lets you burn the flag is exactly. the same freedom that lets you make a law not to burn it. Yes. <laughs> but but I don't think a lot of people realize if they went to other countries and pulled half of well, the yeah. shit, they'd well, be in prison forever, beaten well, or, or murdered. There's definitely something to have people live another life to to be able to appreciate the one that they had here. Because I don't think some people I don't never think a lot of people never, don't know right. how, how bad it could be. Right. That's crazy. So I I was listening to uh it was a, a black preacher or somebody and they're saying, you know, literally the blacks in our country have the most freedom of any country in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean there's still real slavery out there in the mm-hmm, world. Mm-hmm. But you don't see them going over to that country and protesting. Right. You'd be slapped into chains right away. <laughs> I mean, isn't that crazy? Like there's still, yeah, there's still, there's still slavery. In it's crazy countries, yeah. It, yeah. It's amazing. Well, it's there's, like, there's still third world countries. Yeah. Like in this day and age, there's still and people complain about our country. And right. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. It's unbelievable. And yeah, we have a huge homeless population now, but it's all drugs and mental health. Man, this country's going to shit. <laughs> That's just what you see. I think for the, well, the, social the, media. the majority is, is good. The, 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 our, the majority of our country is still good. The majority? Yeah, the majority. Uh, I bet it's you about a 5149 right now. I bet you all the bad things that you see could be maybe fit in Texas. Like if, if you take all the uh, bad things that you see and hear, if you fill up Texas, if you would just move all those people that do all those things and put them in one state, maybe they'll fill Texas and the rest of the United States is still it's good. fine. Yeah. Texas is a big, big state. Texas is a big state. So why not even be that? It could just be yeah. like Arizona or Rhode something. Island. <laughs> Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is I think the majority of things are, are, good. St- are still good. Yeah. Well, the stock market's up. So yeah. I mean, there you go. The economy's, the economy's general still, health is good from, from not having bars open. So from not having certain businesses open, economy is still up. Wow. Which is, but a lot of amazing. you have to a lot of like urban cities are are, are kind of under in like a war zone. These well, there's days. there's some, yeah, some. It seems like a lot more than it ever has been, but maybe they're just you know showing it more on. Uh, I, I, you know, all I hear is uh, I think it's Portland, Oregon, or uh, it's Portland, it's uh, Chicago, Baltimore. You see that uh, a couple of houses blew up in Baltimore. It was a gas leak, right? I don't know what it was. I bet it was a crack house. Yeah, well, that's, you just named three cities. No, there's a lot. And there's what? How many cities are there in the United States? Well, like, there's 412. There you go. You named three. <laughs> I don't know how many cities <laughs> suddenly, there are. Suddenly the, like whole, confidence? suddenly the whole world is going to shit. Well, that's true. But okay. it's, it's social media once again. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. see everything. But you I just see get, a lot of violence lately. You just get exposed lately. more to bad stuff and you, and you think that's what the world is. That, right. And, but I'm seeing a lot your, more young brain. people creating a lot more violence. You know, it's a lot of black on white crime right now. I mean, well, like, that's violence. because that's because that's what you see. Well, that's yeah. There's, there's also a lot of nothing time. going on here in El, like in El Paso alone. There's what is our population? Seven hundred forty. Seven, seven something. Yeah, it's in the sevens. And there's nothing happening here. So so that <laughs> so that alone. Well, there's some things happening, yeah, but yeah. that alone, seven hundred yeah, thousand of people are good right now, as opposed to the the well, maybe one thousand that you saw on social media. That, that well, every city something. has crime, you know that. Yeah, yeah. Every city has all their issues. I'm sure, there's every there. city's under construction, but yet everything's falling apart. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking, I should have invested in those orange goddamn barrels and cones. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. That would have been no, not invest, invent, invent. Yeah, be the be the, be the business that that invent provides something the, different that provides those orange barrels that's right yeah that's that, where the money is <laughs> just in, in orange barrels remember it used to be cones and then people kept running over the cones and then they became the barrels uh, remember no, that i don't you remember not, the cones not that old god damn <laughs> it's crazy though you know oh well we unfortunately are out of time absolutely until next time until next time wear your masks stay safe social distance save the world mm-hmm. <laughs> bye everyone all right take care